rise and shine bitches welcome to camp just a quick pinch i am your camp counselor connie if you're confused right now don't worry i am too so basically okay jimmy my boyfriend told me not to do this he said it was too much which i agree it is a bit much but anyways i was trying to think of a good way to really kick off this podcast and give you guys like a proper introduction for like the vibes and like energy um that i want to convey and for some reason the theme of like camp summer camp fun childhood camp vibes struck me while I was under the influence of heavily caffeinated cold brew. I think because camp is like a very communal place, you know, like all are welcome. We all have funny, scary, embarrassing memories from camp, maybe. So yeah, we're just going with it. The theme for today is welcome to camp, you guys. You guys are all officially members of this camp if you're listening, so welcome. Consider this your camp orientation. So This is likely the first episode of this podcast that you are listening to, so why this podcast? You might have heard a little bit from the trailer, but basically, let me set the scene for you guys. So, I live in Boston, alright guys? I I go to dental school right now at Tufts University in Boston, and fun fact, I actually also went to pharmacy school before this. I'll get into it a little bit later about why I did this whole thing. And some days, I get up at the crack of dawn and trudge my way to school in these thin little scrubs. It's freezing. I'm tired. I'm stressed and nervous for the day ahead. And honestly, a lot of days, the one thing I look forward to in the morning is like my morning podcast, right? So I listen to a lot of fun, like girly, lifestyle, trendy podcasts. You know the kind. But I also felt like a lot of the existing, you know, podcasts in that area just weren't realistic for my situation. You know, a lot of these podcasters, they work from home and they have time for like a three-hour morning routine. I think also a part of me felt like this content didn't exactly align with my life because we work in healthcare, right? And we're expected to be super serious and super masculine in order to be taken seriously. But then I also felt like all of the other healthcare podcasts out there were super filled with like heavy clinical information and all that kind of stuff. And like when it's 6 a.m. in the morning, man, sometimes I just want to like laugh at a good dick joke or something, you know? Like, I wanted something lighthearted and something that would get my mind off of, like, the heaviness and, like, the day ahead. So, yeah, long story short, I was kind of looking for this in-between. So, like, something that would be easygoing and easy to consume and lighthearted, funny, kind of feeling like a funny FaceTime call with a friend. Something that I could listen to on the way to school and work. But at the same time, something that acknowledges, you know, a lot of the challenges that young women in healthcare face. I think as young women in healthcare, we also have this unique balance, right? Because we are taking care of our patients at work and at school. We're we're really taking care of other people and having those heavy burdens. But then we also go home and like a normal, you know, like 20, 30 something, we still don't even know how to take care of ourselves, right? So it's kind of this like interesting dichotomy and balance. So basically, I wanted to make content that was both helpful for us young women in healthcare with advice for things like self-confidence and like setting boundaries, but then still include like really fun trends and topics that your typical like 20, 30 something girls interested in hearing about, you know, like new workout trends, food trends, fashion, lifestyle. Like, why is it that other industries girls get to just be girls, but here our abilities to care for other people are based and judged on traditionally masculine traits, right? And another thing, I've mentioned this before, but I don't think working in healthcare should ever really, like, be your identity. But at the same time, 
you know, we do have a culture. There's unique stresses, um, there's unique high points and low points. And so this is just a place where I wanted people like us to feel really seen and, you know, empowered in our community. So now that you get the vibe of what this podcast is, let me tell you a bit about myself. So um, I apologize to any of my best friends that are listening to this because you've probably heard this story like 10 million times, but I don't know, maybe you'll learn something new today. So once upon a time, there was a young girl who loved science and helping people. I'm sure that sounds familiar to like all of you guys out there. But basically, yeah, ever since I was young, I knew I wanted to work in the medical field. I just didn't really know exactly what. Um, But, but growing up, I wasn't exactly the most studious, I guess you could say, or a focused child. I mean, like I did well enough to be in honors classes and to not flunk out, but I was really, really easily distracted, and I was definitely the most talkative in class. Like, I just like going to school to socialize, honestly, Um, and I was really bad at math, which was detrimental to my mother, who spent so much money probably getting me, like, math homework books to do in the summer. Also, I was a huge procrastinator. Yeah, so long story short, um, I just wanted to emphasize this because, A, I feel like a lot of young women interested in pursuing careers in healthcare think that they have to be these, like, perfect straight-A students, like, straight out of the womb to be successful. Um, And, yeah, I'm here to tell you I wasn't like that, and I don't really think anyone is perfect or has to be like that. Anyways, back to my novel of a story. So come time to apply for colleges, I thought about doing one of those like accelerated medical or dental programs. Again, back then, I kind of like didn't exactly still know what I wanted to do, but I kind of just like slapped a label on it and was like, sure, I'll become like pre-med or whatever. I don't know. Um, And I wrote dentistry off because (laughs) this is so stupid in hindsight, but I didn't like the sound of the drill of like, you know, like the high-pitched drilling noise. So I was like, yeah, I guess that's just not meant to be. Um, But turns out the college in my home state had one of the best accelerated pharmacy programs out there. So it's kind of like one of those things where you get accepted straight out of high school. Then you do two years of undergrad. Um, You don't have to take any like entrance exams or anything. And then you just go straight into four years of pharmacy school. And I also had free tuition to attend the school. So basically I would have free tuition to attend pharmacy school. And so it was a no brainer. Um, I was going there whether I liked it or not really (laughs) because it was the most financially feasible option. So... I've never really, like, wanted to be a pharmacist, so this is the part where it kind of didn't really make sense in my plan. I just told myself I would learn to love it, what could go wrong, right? Like, 18 years of age is a great time to start making these big life decisions, right? So long story short, I convinced myself I want to be a pharmacist. I'm like, sure, sounds great. Goes through the undergrad part of the program, and I freaking loved undergrad because, like, Duh, it was undergrad. Um, best time of my life. And the next thing I know, I'm already all of a sudden after two years in my first year of pharmacy school and I'm like, holy shit, I hate this. It's not necessarily that I hated the medical part. It's the fact that every time I learned something cool, like a cool condition, the second it became about like the drugs that you take or the doses, my mind just turned off. And I was like, okay, someone else can deal with this. This is like boring. And then one day I'm sitting in class and I'm like that meme of like the blonde lady doing math in her head. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm in school to be the drug person. I think that someone else that can deal with this has to be me. So then I have a crisis and I realize I'm in the wrong field somewhere along the way. This is like the summer after my first year of pharmacy school now. I'm doing a lot of arts and crafts and I realize how much I love working with my hands to create things. And that's when the pieces kind of came together, you know? I realized dentists work with their hands every day. My brother-in-law is a dentist and he's also a great artist and I kind of thought like, well, if we're so similar, if he likes it, maybe I would like it too. 
And the rest is history. So I worked as a dental assistant while I finished up pharmacy school to make sure that I really wanted this. And I fell in love with the atmosphere of dental offices and the work that you do as a dentist and all of that. I decided to finish pharmacy school first though because A, it was still free tuition for, you know, a really great degree. B, I calculated it and by the time that I finished doing the requirements I would need to apply to dental school, I would basically still be done like right on time with pharmacy school anyways. So the plan was just to graduate pharmacy school in May of 2019 and then start dental school July of 2019. And yeah, that's exactly what happened. So with that spiel out of the way, here are some other quick and dirty facts about me. Uh, I live with my boyfriend Jimmy. We've been dating for seven, I think, years now? Seven? I'm gonna have to fact check him on that. I'm pretty sure it's seven. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. We met in pharmacy school, so he was two classes above me, but his brother, his younger brother, was in my class, and his younger brother is now engaged to my best friend and roommate from pharmacy school. Um, other facts about me, I have a puppy named Ellie. She's a super cute mixed breed puppy that you'll probably hear her collar jingle at some point in the background. If you follow me on Instagram, which is at Dr. Connie Wang, you probably see her all the time on my stories. What else? I'm honestly pretty fucking basic. Like, I love some Bravo TV. I love cold brew coffee. I just like basic bitch stuff. Like, I love journaling. Every year I get a little bit more woo-woo. Like, I'm into crystals and sage and horoscopes, and I religiously check my horoscope, and I really enjoy learning about astrology and all that stuff. Um, other than that, I am obsessed with the following. The song Danza Kuduro by Don Omar. It's like my song. Every time it comes on in the club, everyone knows it's my song. TJ Maxx, I'm there basically every weekend. I have one older sister, and she lives in Hawaii now, specifically Oahu, so I get to go there often, and I love it there. That's my happy place. Other than that, I grew up in Rhode Island. <sighs> so yeah, if you're still listening to this, I hope this isn't boring to anyone that knows me, but one last thing before we go, I wanted to do a segment in the beginning of every podcast episode called The Hot Girl Huddle. I don't know if everyone has experienced this, but in the medical field, I would say it's pretty common. You have a huddle. It's like in the morning or afternoon when the whole team gets together and it's kind of like a quick meeting before shifts change over to debrief everyone and everything that's going on. Here at dental school, we do it in the beginning of every like appointment session. So we will be having a morning huddle as well, except it'll be like fun, right? So for this morning's hot girl huddle, um, since <laughs> I wanted the vibe of today to be like camp and summer camp themed, I asked you guys to submit your best camp stories, and let's just say that you guys delivered. So I wanted to read to you guys a few of these anonymous submissions because I just genuinely thought they were funny. <laughs> and I want you guys also to feel like you're like a part of this, and it's just not it's not just like me talking at you for like an hour, capiche? So yeah, these are some of your stories that you guys have submitted to me, your best camp memories. So number one. Okay, this shit shook me to the core. One of you guys said... <clears throat> I ate a live goldfish as part of a relay race. When I tell you that my mouth swung open and then follow up when I asked how it tasted, ugh, this gives me like the heebie-jeebies. Um, I'm crying. They said they were there were like a thousand of them in the kiddie pool and I would just scoop it up with water and swallow it whole so that I didn't have to feel it move. I'm like disturbed, but also very impressed that this person managed to do this because I just, I, I can't fathom like swallowing. Ugh, oh my God, she's so gross. Okay, this next one made me laugh because I just so understand this energy. Someone said, I held in my poo for a week because I was too scared to poop in public, sixth, sixth grade camp. And then they included the emoji with the glasses and the mustache. I feel this energy so hard. I'm so ridiculously poop shy. It's honestly something I've had to work through as an adult. 
Um, some tips, some things that have helped me are poopery, which is the stuff that uh, it, it makes the toilet bowl smell better when you use it before or after going. So you just like spray it in there. This is not an ad, but maybe someday. Um, so that helped me. And then also moving in with my long-term boyfriend so that I don't have to share my bathroom with anybody else. Yeah, but I understand the, the poop shyness is very real. Okay, let's count how many times I said poop in this last minute. <laughs> Last one, we had a prank war with the boys' cabin. It got really heated and ended when we egged their cabin with fake paper eggs to avoid getting in trouble and then put up a bra slash panty barricade to dissuade them from retaliating. <laughs> Girl power, I love this energy so much. Um, I also love that they use the word retaliating because I could really like feel the war energy in this story. My question is, how do you make like fake paper eggs? Like how do they stick to the cabin? I don't know. I just thought that was interesting and I loved imagining like the bra panty barricade. So yeah, anyways, that was a little bit about this podcast, a little bit about me, a fun little introduction. I just wanted to keep this quick and dirty. Oh, one last thing. Before you guys leave, if you guys could please, please, please leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever you guys are listening to this on, if you guys can leave ratings and reviews, that would mean so much to me because apparently, I mean, I'm new to this podcasting world, but apparently reviews and ratings are like it like that's like kind of how you know if you're doing a good job so if you like what you're hearing if you want to support just give me you know those five stars and a review and that'd be great <laughs> anyways thank you so much for listening i appreciate each and every one of you guys if you guys made it this far you guys are real ones so thank you i hope this was enjoyable for you and yeah get excited i'll see you guys later